0: Alright, go, go. In, five, four, three. That's tomorrow, and that is it.
1: Okay. In, five, four, three.
2: Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, we'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! I can, I'll write it, and we'll do it live! Right. Fucking thing sucks!
3: is up, people? We're back with another episode this week. There we go. I that. Yes,
2: yes, sir. Hey, that's one of my favorite things. Uh, is that the pod always starts with that? So I'm, I made sure you had to put it in there. Just, but you're a professional. I know you would have remembered.
3: Yeah, yeah, I definitely wasn't forgetting. I don't have a migraine. I'm trying to counteract it with uh, caffeine and other substances over here. Like, perfect. hmm But we're 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 getting at it. So how was a uh, perfect plane? after uh, the Maguire's run Saturday.
2: It was actually a really good time. Um the white people were going off on their picks for like the karaoke. Like it was they were in full swing and uh, you know, just all the classics and then a few like surprising ones. Uh an ode to our um first or like the first podcast that um that you edited at the end with the ending song, uh mm-hmm. someone karaoke Runaway, run away. So that oh, nice. I don't think I've ever okay. seen
3: that one before. I don't think so either, just because it's such a long song to uh to do. Plus, you have like no. I guess it's an easy fucking singing song though. There's yeah, not like pretty. really.
2: I was, but I was still surprised that literally everybody was singing along, which was awesome to see. Just because <laughs> I'm like, this is not a song that you know, um, it just ever gets karaoke. So it was great to see just everybody jump on board.
3: Yeah, that's true. I still, I don't ever do karaoke. I think the only one I would do is, like, get two shots of tequila and do the tequila song. I think that would be my karaoke choice.
2: Hey, it's a classic, but it, you gotta play the hits sometimes. Makes sense. Oh, true. and if you do, um, Bohemian Rhapsody, fuck you. That's, like, the main thing I want to uh. say. Dude, please, we've, like, it's played out. And let me yeah. just be honest, not that great.
3: Yeah, that's like doing like Sweet Caroline, like karaoke. And I know it's like,
2: so yeah, fucking haters here. I'm not saying that him as a whole, that song is just is not what it's cracked up to be. And fuck your opinion if you think differently, and it's okay. Squags, you're probably eating up inside right now, and I'm sorry.
4: You're right. up, uh, but I would say that <laughs> I think what's happened is the people that try to sing karaoke of it have really made it worse for you because it's. Because the people that sit karaoke, you, you you are not Freddie Mercury, you cannot yeah. hit those notes.
3: Well, the issue is that the people that love the song are the people that would try to sing it karaoke as well. Like they they want you to hear them fucking sing that song.
2: Yeah, they're just in their car singing to themselves, but you know we get to witness it now too, and uh, <laughs> yeah, we're not better off for it.
3: Yeah, I saw the uh, you actually bought the a t shirt though. Of the Pelicans? Or not the Pelicans, wherever yeah. the fuck it is. The Bushwhackers, but
2: Shout Ice Flyers. Shout out to Squawks. Um, this was after rescuing my drunk ass, but that's like, that's way deeper into the story. But just <laughs> referring to the shirts, he did come in clutch. He went to the game and copped us a couple shirts, and uh, they're great. We uh, could not get the jerseys yet because they were sold out. Wow. Uh... But I'm still probably going to attempt to get it because I think they're supposed to come online sales sometime soon, but yeah, no, the they okay. are they're hard. I, I love them.
3: Okay, well, a recap for the people listening. So on Saturday, it was a group of us, us three, and then other people that also went to the uh, McGuire's 5K run, got drunk during the early part of the day and then split up around like 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock, something around there. Sounds about right. Yeah, and then what time did y'all finally get done? Because Saturday felt like the longest day of my fucking life.
2: I think like uh-huh. 7, 7.30 for me. Uh,
3: dude, yeah, I got home around 8. Was, did it not feel like the longest fucking day?
2: Uh, well, <laughs> I don't know because remember <laughs> after 7 o'clock. <laughs> I have no memory after that. I oh, have no okay. memory leaving McGuire. I may have the slightest memory leaving McGuire's, but I have no memory after that. I don't remember the ride home. I don't remember getting into Squaw's apartment. I woke up at like 3, 4 in the morning. Um, no phone on me. No wallet. No keys. Nothing. And um, <laughs> just like what the fuck. And <laughs> took a piss. Um, Squaw's Shout out Squog so much. He's one of the greatest friends you could ever have. He had a fucking pitcher of water and ibuprofen sitting on like the end table next to the couch, and uh, saved my goddamn life. Um, But yeah, no, (laughs) everything everything turned out great. It was a fucking it was a wonderful day. Um, I also got all the okay.
3: Wait, wait, wait. wait. So you passed out at seven o'clock? You're saying, or you like blacked out? Like.
2: But I also what? left shortly after the Black Quentin got me out of there.
3: Okay, 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 okay.
2: Really, I might have turned into an asshole. But not like in a sloppy way, more of like might. Okay, so what he told me... He told me that some random guy... But also, I, wanted, I want to make this clear. I made way more friends. This was just one thing that randomly mm-hmm. happened. But uh, some guy came up and was he was talking to me and said something about him dying. And I was like... Apparently, I said that if he died, I wouldn't care. And my conscience of it was, <laughs> not that I wouldn't feel that, you know, that It's essentially, I have no idea who you are, so if you died, it wouldn't affect my life any. And Yeah, it
3: makes sense. It's still kind of maybe. a dick thing to
2: exactly. say to some random person. Exactly. But I will say this. Uh, I made way more friends than that. I. I made so many friends at the bar. Quentin knows the names of all of them. He was like, do you remember this guy? Do you remember this guy? I know the faces that he can put them to, but I have, like... I had no idea their names throughout the whole time. Um, mm-hmm. one, guy, one guy was the guy who I sat next to at the bar, and we just happened to start taking rounds <laughs> together. And then one other guy was like a guy who just randomly would come up to the bar whenever he needed drinks again. And every single time that he would come to the bar, he would buy us a round of shots. And like we were talking to him, he buy us a round of
3: shots. Oh,
2: and then I would then, in turn, buy him a round of shots um, because that's just the <laughs> kind of guy I am, you know? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and, um,
3: drunk spending way had... too much money. <laughs>
2: oh, oh, dude, that was what scared me the most. Uh, I spent as much as I as I thought I did, um, but I was scared the whole time because I didn't have my phone for half the day because I I left it in Quentin's car apparently. Um, so I had to meet up with Quentin, and didn't get my phone because I was I was just confused of everything. Couldn't look at my bank account, look at, and you know look at, I don't know if you've ever just not had your phone. It's the mm-hmm. worst thing. Yeah, ever. like it's awful. Whenever I was sitting at the dispensary, like, waiting to go in, I just had to sit in my chair. <laughs>
3: yeah, it, I've done All it before.
2: Imagine this. Alright, just close your eyes.
1: Okay.
2: Actually, no, open your eyes. Uh, okay. Just sit.
1: Okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: That's pretty much it. Do they have magazines or, like, a TV or anything?
2: The people who are listening to this right now are, are, feel really weird and awkward. Because they're like, what's going on here? Did it cut off? Like, it's the worst thing in the world. That's what I'm trying to explain to you. It's it's (laughs) awful.
3: Yeah, I've done it before. I've experienced no cell phone for a little bit before. Did they not have anything else in the room? Was there no TVs, no, like, magazines, any type of shit like that? And how long was the wait?
2: Um, The wait was probably, I had no concept of time. I have no idea. Probably, it felt forever. Probably 15 minutes. (laughs) <laughs> how
3: drunk were you how drunk were you at that point
2: oh no 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 this was sunday this was sunday
3: oh oh okay okay i was like oh, okay right yeah, yeah 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 no my
2: phone was gone apparently i left it in quentin's car when he took me to Squaggles. like so i was already done black oh, okay like,
3: yeah yeah yeah. that makes sense was on
2: me. it would have been on me but mm-hmm. apparently in there um but uh, so overall i had such a good time um uh, made so many friends. Um, the uh, people that Eric go to nursing school with, like I hung out with them a bunch, and they were so nice. Did a, I did a lot of shots with them, too. Um, I did yeah, a lot they,
3: of they are nice. Did Do you did shots with them? I, I can't see them getting like sloppy drunk.
2: Oh, it was my influence. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I have a charm, man. I have a charm about me. Okay, people may be influenced to take a shot with me.
3: Yeah, you do yell at people a lot to be like, let's do a shot. Let's take a shot. And eventually, most people break under the pressure. They don't like the fucking confrontation.
2: And those are what? That's the only thing I truly usually black out on. (laughs) But it's my favorite. Tequila.
3: Oh, yeah. 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 That does happen.
2: (laughs) But they're so fun.
3: <laughs> Man, I I'm pissed off that this weekend when I'm going to the beach condo, like the weather's supposed to be shit. It's supposed to rain on Friday and be freezing on Saturday and Sunday. Well, not yeah, freezing, but you know, like 50 or something, which yeah, is really cold for the beach
2: because it's been hot as hell lately. So, of course, the one weekend y'all are going to go down there, it's the fucking cold weekend.
3: Yeah, no, I know. The weather's been like amazing every day except for <laughs> when we're going down there.
2: Now, for me, I've hated it getting hotter since I fucking work outside, so um, I'm glad mm-hmm. it's cooling off, but I wish I would have waited another week. We'll
1: yeah,
3: well, that. I mean, enjoy it being cooler than it'll why it lasts, because...
2: Last <laughs> yeah, it'll yeah, will As soon as y'all don't have a condo, that's whenever it'll warm up.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's when it's gonna get fucking hot again. And then it's gonna be hot for the entire summer.
4: Yep, till November.
3: Now, what up, squads?
4: Uh, I was going to say, y'all are spitting complete facts right now. About August, it's going to literally feel like we're in hell.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It'd do that. It'd be doing that. I'm ready for the, um, Whenever like, I'm afternoon fine. showers.
2: Ooh, that'll mm-hmm. be nice. That'll be nice for my work. Whenever it rains, I don't have to go out and work. So I love when it fucking rains.
3: Feel the nice afternoon. be
2: yeah. chilling. just listen yeah. to my podcast. I'm like, this is a good time. <laughs>
3: Dude, I, so for me, on after that 5K, and we left, we went to uh me and a group went to uh, a sushi place over in Pensacola. I could eat. I forgot the name of it. It was like Waco or some type of shit like that. New one? Yeah, the new one. Oh, it's how good. Was it? I I've been there before. It's good. It's I like a little bit better. Dinner selection than sushi masa. I'm not sure about the lunch selection. I don't remember sushi masa's lunch selection, but. Um, it was good. We got done with that around, like, 2 o'clock or so. And then we uh, were going to go see Scream at, at 5.15. The problem was we had to waste, like, three, three and, like, a half hours. And we were just fucking, like, sober at this point, but exhausted from day drinking.
2: Yeah, because so, if you stop, yeah, you will just feel the tiredness of it if you stop drinking. <laughs> that's why you got to keep drinking.
3: <laughs> yeah. At one yeah, point, you- Carlos passed out in my car. And and I drove him around Pensacola. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's the problem. You have to keep doing stuff and drinking and keeping yourself active if you're going to day drink. Otherwise, your day is just like completely shot. Yeah, but it was, it was a struggle. Yeah, no, we went to, let's see, we went to Books A Million. We went to uh, Home Depot. We went to some type of boat store. I don't even remember the fucking name of it. It was just for boats. Didn't buy a single thing. I love it. I love going to some nice retail areas.
4: <laughs> uh, John, I know you weren't there for all this. I think you were there after I hurt my ankle mm-hmm. pretty bad. Um, mm-hmm. So, everybody listening, I got done with the 5K, and I'm a big, fat slob, and, but I made it through okay. <laughs> and, but then I'm going to walk in McGuire's to get food, and somehow I tweaked my ankle. Well... By about 3 o'clock, when I leave Judy at Perfect Plane to go home, I can barely walk on this motherfucker. <laughs> and I had to fucking you... trek to my car. Luckily, VO scooters are the greatest invention on this fucking planet. I got you from Perfect Plane to O'Reilly. Shout out those scooters, man. I'm
3: so dude, dude, you could barely walk around, like, 12 o'clock. I don't know what you're talking about. About 3. You looked fucked up from, like, walking to, like, the bar
4: we were at.
2: Like from, like... The last quarter mile.
4: I'm talking about I was facing demons, bro. (laughs) Like, I was having to fight (laughs) off demons the whole time. It sucked. But it was with the boys, so it was a really good time. And then I decided to go back out and went to a fucking hockey game. And I'm going to tell you something. (laughs) My ankle injury when I was walking up that big-ass ramp at the Civic Center felt really nice. Mm -hmm. When I was walking down, it did not feel good. (laughs) It was horrible.
3: Uh, you should have done, like, uh, I mean, the way you were hobbling, you should have went, like, uh, the, uh, what is it called? Like, handicap, like, little elevator or some type of shit? I'm sure they will lay you on that. But you looked <laughs> fucked up. You looked like you had, like, gangrene on your foot and had to get amputated. Like, you were just dragging that fuck foot.
4: It felt like it. <laughs> Today, though, I finally got an ankle brace, so now I'm feeling pretty good again hmm.
3: I still think we fucked up not taking a group picture when we were there to have something for the uh, podcast
2: yeah that would, have been, that would have been such a smart logical thing to do um, yeah
3: the, the problem is we were drunk by the time we could have done that and judgment was off
2: there's so few times we're probably all three going to be in the same place at the same time so I don't know when that will happen again
3: <laughs> I'm sure I'll
0: have one of those uh, the place that you went for crawfish at some point.
2: True, but that would mean that you came out of that and you don't ever oh. come out of <laughs> 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 You hate crawfish <laughs> for whatever reason. Blows oh,
3: that sounds awful. Yeah, Blows you're me. right. I'm not doing the fucking McGuire's thing next year either.
2: Why not? That it's
3: too early in the morning, dude. No, it's too early.
2: 9 o'clock that's not even fucking early
3: that's so early nothing should happen that early in the day
2: you get up for work uh, you have to start working every day at 9
3: yeah every but day that's day. that's different yeah but I had to wake up extra early because it starts at 9 I need to be there for registration at like 8.30 or some shit so I had to get up at like 6 like ugh ugh same reason brunch is out Brunch isn't a possibility, it's too early.
2: You could do brunch at eleven. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are you fucking talking about?
3: <laughs> <This is> so <laughs> early. Don't so I even mean, get me started on breakfast.
2: Oh my god. I mean I hadn't had every morning, so I understand.
3: I, I haven't had McDonald's breakfast in years. In years. And it's no, just I mean, not gonna happen. No free ads, though. Do what? No free ads for McDonald's?
2: Yeah.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I feel like this is going to be a rougher episode. I still have zero topics to really talk about. I've been, uh, so what I did for work was I took off Friday to enjoy the beach day, which is going to be raining all day Friday. So I'm flexing my entire week schedule to where I'm just working, like, two extra hours every day.
2: Okay.
3: So I'm, I'm just tired. Haven't had oh, time.
2: Oh, so that's this week that you did that. Yeah. For next week? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh no. Man. Sounds like it was tough. No, no,
3: no. Yeah, I've been... Well, I would do more. I would have done just like six extra hours or something a day. Something like that. Work something crazy. But the workflow isn't really there to do that. So I'm just having to work like two extra hours or so. Because I wanted to enjoy that Friday, but I also didn't want to uh, not make the money. So, the money that I'm making from working that day still, in my mind, mentally makes up the uh, expense for the, the condo.
4: Yeah, that makes sense. That's a good point.
2: True. Um,
4: like making money. Oh. What you got, squugs? I was going to say, I can't wait to see you down there, John. I'm going to come down there one oh, the on? days.
3: Oh, sick, Okay. Oh, hey, what are you doing? Do do do. Let me check the calendar for dates. Let's see this bad boy. That is on Monday. Never mind. I was going to say for um, uh, 420. But...
4: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um...
3: <laughs> I thought it was going <laughs> to be on like uh, Saturday or Sunday, but it's on Monday. So
1: I probably
4: won't I... be doing much. They hate. They hate us. They hate the weed smokers out here for sure. Mm-hmm.
2: Damn, Illegal weed smokers. Close. That's crazy. I love four twenty. I always <laughs> do the most. <laughs> I, I don't know. A lot.
3: Go, go. on. My bad.
2: That's it. No, that's it. I just. I. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> I always <laughs> usually just make sure I have a lot, and then I don't mind. Like there's no limits. Like I don't feel bad for however much I smoke because I'm like I'm well prepared, and. uh this is a great holiday, great day.
3: I think I'm just going to go through like these uh, edibles throughout the weekend. Why I'm at that that condo, I think I'm just going to get completely fucked up on that instead of getting completely wasted every single day. I don't know if my body can do three days of alcohol at this point.
2: Yeah, one like really solid day, or you can do like two medium days. Um, but mm-hmm. edibles, yeah, you, you can go with it at any point in time. Also, make sure you give them. One of the ones you gave him uh, the one time on the deck.
3: Uh, One of the people won't even take those anymore. He's too scared by them. Uh, I don't think any of them will try them now. I think they're too scared.
2: I know, that's hilarious. Just drug them. <laughs> Just drug them. Like, uh,
3: uh, like <laughs> it's going to be hard. It's going to be very hard to do for any of it.
2: No, I just. Uh, did you
3: know? Did you know the story prior to the uh, uh, podcast that just came out today, with the Joe yeah, Rogan I've
2: been one? Going back and watching the uh, all the sober October ones and all the ones with like the them four, um, but I did see because I usually don't ever listen to any recent one. But uh, I was mm. I got done with um, one of those episodes today, and I was like, oh, I just want to see what they, he's got out, and I saw Bird, So I did listen to like half of it today. I'll finish it tomorrow
3: okay i didn't think it was like a even episode but they they mentioned that in that episode
2: yeah i made it to that part um it's, it's still so funny to me because i get it from ari's standpoint but i also get it from bert's standpoint so um it's always like <laughs> it's funny but I, I totally understand what ari's going through because like in his mind like bert's the party guy so of co- like he probably wouldn't mind to like like he would probably no. Really
3: that's like I I'm on I'm on Bert's side completely. You don't dose somebody with ecstasy like that's too hard of a drug. Like an apple? yes,
2: yes. Like uh, and again, I would never just just like objectively speaking, like looking in on it, like as a friend and Bert being the party guy. Like I can understand Ari just being like doing it and to be because he did it with him too. You know, it's not like he was doing it alone. Um, but like just to. I, I get it, though. I get it from his side, because there's no way I could say this to explain and make it me seem like a good person, or him. <laughs> <laughs> but I get the funniness of it. <laughs> at least.
3: I get the possibility of the humor of it, it's just like you don't do it to <laughs> like, like a friend.
2: You also don't do it. <laughs> like, you don't do it.
3: Have you heard the, uh, the second story that happened after that? I forgot which podcast it was referring to it, but... Um... Uh, I believe it was like Legion Legion of Skanks or whatever they had like a large event and uh, one of the comedians like dosed Ari as like a Mm -hmm. fuck you for that thing that you did to Bert but then somebody told Ari so then Ari uh, swapped his drink with another person and then that other person got roofied without having any idea and was not involved with it so they just got completely fucked (laughs) So, he got him again.
2: (laughs) Dude. That's fucking hilarious.
3: (laughs) Yeah, it was hilarious. The story was funny because the guy that got dosed was like, the fuck did I do? (laughs) It was like, he he had no idea. He couldn't prepare for that.
2: (laughs) Yeah, because, like, someone's got to drink it. To make the other mm-hmm. person think that you drank it, so... I get it.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but that one was...
3: Sometimes. See, that one was acid, which I... I don't know. I still feel like... Depending on the dosage, I feel like acid is still fucked up, which that's as is, too, but... I've if you put, had, like...
2: I've never had Molly, so... Like... Um, have, you, have you ever had mo- Like
3: I have like, not, no. I've, I've heard... I've heard a lot of stories from people that I know that I've had, but I've never tried it.
2: Is it supposed to be, like, hallucinogen, like how acid is?
3: No, 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 no. So, really, one of the reasons I've never tried it is because pretty much everything you get now is uh, laced with um, meth, basically, because it's almost the same chemical as molly. Uh, But it's not a hallucinogen. All it does is, like, it's all the... um, uh, I won't say pleasure receptors, but, like, mental... Uh, dopamine receptors, mm-hmm. pretty much, to make you like, regardless of what's going on, like you're just having a great fucking time.
2: <laughs> so, that sounds like a good one, you know?
3: It is, <laughs> but not if you don't know way. other stuff going, other stuff going on with the person. If you mix those with like antidepressants, it's uh supposed to be really bad for you because you could basically like completely fucked up, fuck up like your. Um, receptors in your brain because you're like overloading them and then you'd like have really really depressive episodes possibly
4: yeah because uh, what the molly does is basically make all your dopamine rush out your body Mm -hmm. because you use it all up and if you don't take something to replenish that it can be really bad
3: oh are you supposed to take stuff to replenish that I figured you just like we're supposed Um, to kind of like naturally come back
4: There's a, that's what most people do, but there's like a, there's like a supplement you can take that just helps it get back. I mean, you still have to wait to do Molly again. Mm -hmm. Because if you try to do Molly like two days in a row, the second time, it'd have no effect. You would just be sitting there feeling really hot.
3: Oh, because you wouldn't have any dopamine whatsoever. Uh, that's cool. I never, never really thought about that. Uh, let me try to find something real quick. Y'all talk for a second.
4: Absolutely. So How about Judy,
2: airplane food, man?
4: Judy, uh, what <laughs> team is most likely to get Anthony Richardson as quarterback?
2: Um, the Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> one uh, one, yeah, I think you, I you asked had to trade up to one
4: one. I think I asked this question in the, in the Discord, like when you walked away. I said, "What team would you rather see him go to? The Panthers or the Colts?" Um.
2: The Panthers, just because he reminds me of Cam. So it'd be cool to just like if he was able to get kind of close to as good as Cam was. That'd be sick to see. But also um, that team's bad, but not like the Colts team's that good either, really. So, um, yeah, I don't know. He just I feel like he wouldn't look right in a Colts uniform, but the Panthers uniform look good on him.
4: I agree. I agree. Um, also one, one. he's
2: got to go. He's got to go number one. I
0: decided. He's, to not, look a, he's not
3: going number one.
2: I don't know. How sure are you?
3: They doesn't go number one. Number
0: one QB or number one overall?
2: Overall, I mean it's the same. It's f- the same thing. The quarterbacks going. Yeah, long I'm, long I'm
0: long. pretty sure. I feel pretty confident
3: on that one.
4: Um, the so Judy, there's a top ten list on it on CBSSports.com. Of teams you could go to. I just want to hear your reactions to each one. (laughs) First, New York Giants.
2: That'd be sick. That'd be cool.
4: I thought you'd say that. Number two, Minnesota Vikings.
2: That would also be cool. I'd like that.
4: I think that would be actually... That would be sick. That'd be a sick spot. I'm with that one. Uh, Number three would be Detroit Lions.
2: That would make me so happy. That would make me ecstatic.
4: I know someone else that would love that. Yes, my brother,
2: <laughs> and probably his whole family that I'm going to see. I guess my family too. <laughs> uh, the,
0: uh,
2: the Seahawks. Um, sure. I guess I don't, I don't really care about the Seahawks.
4: I was gonna say these next two just seem like kind of wet farts. It's the Seahawks and the Commanders. Um, he would be
2: ruined on the Commanders. I hope he does not go there.
4: I agree. I, I think that, and again, I don't know, for everyone listening, I'm not, like, an expert on football like GG is, but even I know that would be horrible.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's just, it doesn't work out for people there.
1: <laughs> yeah. So which think... one
3: Which one was that, Commanders? Yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong. Uh,
0: that's, like, a place they go
3: to, <laughs> Especially for QBs, I mean, when is the track record on QBs? And he has to break his leg in the first couple of years.
2: Yeah, that's kind of the thing. And um, yeah, if you're willing to do that, then you know, sign up. <laughs> 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 that, that, it's tragic. It's it's insane how often that happens for them.
4: You're yeah. I mean, It's crazy. Like it's crazy enough it happens once with one of the most promising prospects. In years.
2: But Kirk Cousins <laughs> doesn't happen if that doesn't happen. Just yeah, think about that.
4: <laughs> the butterfly effect is real.
2: <laughs> Don't we I've been meaning to,
3: to go back movie. and watch that movie.
2: Oh, yeah, that I need to go back and watch that. That used to be uh one of my brother's favorites, so I've I watched it a bunch like back in the day, but I have not watched it in a long time. But that's a good movie.
3: That seems like that would be your one of your brother's favorite movies. Uh both. Both of them?
2: I think they both really like it, but uh oh. <laughs> Quentin, I know Quentin for sure likes it, but I'm I'm almost positive that Drew likes it too. Like okay,
3: me. I I believe uh, this is the place that I was I saw earlier, like a couple of weeks ago. But we need to take a trip at some point to go to these caves in Tennessee, where they do concerts. That's sent a picture in the Discord.
4: Oh uh, yeah, That's they it. taught it didn't they talk about a bit i saw some podcast talking about this place i
1: saw
3: a clip where it was that's a very tiny picture for some reason i didn't realize it was
4: (laughs)
1: It
3: it was gigantic it was it was 1200 by 800 when i tried to copy it and it went to 200 by 100 so it got way smaller but, yeah, I saw a clip where it was like it was like Joe Rogan talking about it, but it didn't seem natural. It seemed like they had clipped out them talking about something else with pictures of the place.
1: Mm. Okay.
3: So, I don't fucking know, but the sound seems like it would be amazing. Having a concert in a cave, like that echo effect and everything.
2: That would be so it- awesome. I would love that.
3: Yeah, it looks pretty cool. Oops. These pictures will be up on the... Uh, uh patreon for <laughs> subscribers for don't sure fret uh uh-huh, don't fret patreon subscribers we're still getting the last picture up there it takes a while mailing takes three to six weeks
2: oh dude uh do you know how much stamps cost dude
3: i have no idea how much stamps cost
2: me neither um but i found out that five rolls of them or is it four or five rolls of them Costs four hundred dollars, for like yeah, but he's on a roll. Stickers, like not not that many, probably hmm. like a hundred.
3: I don't even know exactly what a, like stamp does for it. Like, you, can you just mean, put that on anything to stamp it out. Does it have to be a certain weight? Does it have to be a certain distance? Like,
4: it, I think how it works is it has to be a certain size and then uh and weight. Mm-hmm. And the what the the whole purpose for them is just so, because way back in the day, it would be like, you'd buy all the stamps, and then it's like you paid your money to the U.S. government to use the service. But mm-hmm. so the stamps are just your currency to use the service.
3: Okay, that's weird. I mean, I get I get the entire concept of it, I think, but because I've never had to use them, it's just weird that you're buying that and stuff, like... Oh, no, I guess back in the day it would have been easier to, like, fake it, I guess, but it's like, if you go somewhere to send it, can they just be like, hey, that's $5 or some shit, and not have to use the stamp, but, I don't know.
2: No, I agree. I agree. That, I, it's, it was so dumb to me. I was like, that's insane, because, like, in my head, I'm like, I know if I bought, like, a pack of, like, a 500 pack of stickers, it would cost me, like, 500, or, like, $5 on Amazon. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I'm like, Why is they are they charging so much for this piece of paper?
3: <laughs> yeah. I don't know.
2: I guess it makes sense if that's their form of currency like like Squawk said.
4: Yeah, it's 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 a weird system. It's from back before people lived close to each other and it took fucking weeks to get mail sent to you. Mm-hmm. So I guess it was just so the people that picked it up like from really remote locations could be like, yo, you need more stamps or not?
3: uh okay i actually did have a topic that i kind of wanted to talk about so uh judy do you want me to try to explain to you the financial situation going on with the u.s and what your understanding of of it is fuck that perks hidden
2: bank thingy they were talking about on the podcast today
3: uh oh yeah they did mention on the podcast today i forgot i was working while listening to it
2: yeah, I've had, I've heard nothing on this, so go ahead.
3: Oh, so you don't know any information other than the bank like uh closed?
2: Yeah, I, I have no idea what's going on.
3: Okay. So uh my dates are going to be off because I've kind of just like uh heard about it just randomly. I didn't really keep up with it like a lot a lot when it was happening, so I'm not sure if it happened last Friday or everything happened Monday, whenever the dates were. But essentially um So, one of the largest banks in the U.S., I think they were, like, number 20 or something like that, like, in the top 20 of banks for the U.S., Uh, it was the Silicon Valley Bank. So, they were giving out, typically, um, before it became, like, against the law, they pretty much were grandfathered in where they could give out loans to, like, startup companies and venture capitalists, like, loans, which are considered really high risk, but they were giving out a huge pro- a proportion of their like money was going towards that because they're in Silicon Valley, so it was a whole bunch of startups for like tech jobs and shit like yeah. that. Yeah, so now with the uh, Fed raising the interest, like all the uh, money for loans has gotten more expensive. So anybody trying to take out shit? is, like, it's way more expensive, so everybody's kind of taking, like, a net loss because nobody's wanting to, like, take out the loans. Well, they, to recoup, like, a whole bunch of money that they were losing, Uh, they decided to sell, I think it was, like, $3 billion worth of um state bonds, military bonds, some type of bonds, which are, like, a very secure currency investments for, like, long-term investments. But if you're selling out of like their $20 billion of investments, they were selling like a tenth of it. Everybody was like, what the fuck? My bank's going broke.
2: <laughs> oh, shit.
3: So then everybody tried to uh, withdraw their money at the same oh. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, if you have ever seen uh, It's a Wonderful Life, uh, basically, is the same thing that would happen during the Great Depression of if everybody tries to withdraw their money, the banks can't pay everybody cuz they're investing said money. So they only hold a certain amount at a time. Yeah. yeah. So when they did that, the bank like completely lost all the money it had. Had to like declare bankruptcy basically. I don't really know what they do. They kind of just close. They kind of just like default and say like, "Hey, we can't fucking do anything for you.
2: Yeah, <laughs> we don't have any money.
3: <laughs> we don't have any money." Yeah. <laughs> So everybody was pissed about that because uh, after like the first day of that, everybody's funds got like frozen where they were going to get paid out eventually, but not like at the time. But uh, the I forgot what department it is, but federally, they only cover um, they'll only cover your account if you have two hundred and fifty thousand dollars or less which they were targeting all rich Silicon Valley people. So everybody was really, really pissed about that. So then Mark Cuban and a whole bunch of other, like, millionaires and billionaires were, uh... Oh, so, get this, Roku apparently had $2 billion sitting in one account, uninsured. Which, if you don't know anything about money, for large businesses like that, you can just pay extra money... To get your money, like, insurance, basically, for your money. Like, it sounds dumb, but you can get insurance on it for all your fucking money. And they were like, no, we're good. We're just gonna let it sit in there. So, they would have lost everything. Roku would have went, like, bankrupt. There's a whole bunch of, like, startup funds that would have went bankrupt. Uh, But all the Silicon Valley people were like pissed off and tweeting about how like this will happen other banks and blah, blah, blah. So the government has stepped in and essentially bailed them out. But it's not like the 08 bailout where that was um, tax money. This is more of like a uh, the way it was explained to me on one podcast was uh, basically all the large banking systems have to pay essentially dues to the US government where it goes into a fund in case something like this happens. So, all of them are getting bailed out with their money, though. So, they're not taking, like, losses on it.
2: That's a absurd sequence, but also makes sense of, like, a huge fuck-up, and then it just snowballing because people freak mm-hmm. out whenever they think the world's falling around them. So, uh, oh,
3: well, I mean, if you run uh, that scenario a thousand times, um, I, at least two percent three percent of the time like the uh the u.s falls apart like (laughs) like if it snow snowballs like kind of bad i mean all the banking system would pretty much collapse because you would only need like out of the top 20 you would probably only need like five of them eight of them to like collapse to collapse the entire system in like a domino effect
2: yeah yeah i mean yeah that makes a lot of sense uh and that's not surprising to me that, like you said, I think that's a decent percentage on it because people, if, if, that, if that was made a huge ordeal, like you, like you said, it's just like, you know, you saw people reacted to COVID, like just getting everything off the shelves, everything watered, and then everybody was out of everything. Just because mm-hmm. people will freak out and take care of themselves first.
3: Well, like you said, COVID, like that's not a thing we do for every hurricane down here.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Like
3: that that's the mentality for every fucking hurricane is get as much gas and get as much like supplies as you can.
2: Gas and toilet paper, baby.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. So here's actually the fun part in it. Um Squags, do you own any crypto still? Nope. Hmm.
4: I got out of that so, game long ago. I
3: still I, I unfortunately have some. I have some in a um banking system of uh Binance, but it was Binance before they opened up a It was before they had a difference in the European and the American by now. So it was technically Uh the European site. So I would have to use a VPN to, like, withdraw the money. So I've just been holding it for since, like, 2019 or something like that. It was up to, like, almost two grand at one point. It was a decent amount. And I didn't really invest that much. But I don't know what it is now. That was back... um, after dogecoin had fallen no that was after dogecoin had fallen it was just like up from from everything so it's probably still somewhere around that it's probably like 1200 1500 right now but i bring that up because um so the bank can't afford to do anything so they're getting money from the, the government but what the government is doing to kind of pay off and pay for that is um they are selling the assets that they had in crypto from the bank and some other assets that the bank owned. So the guy that was running it for the government and like deciding to do that, he uh, sold, it was like $4 million or something of crypto stocks. Yeah. And then the next day he was like, Hey, we're going to sell all the crypto. So they're going to be selling billions of dollars of crypto, which is potentially going to like tank the value for crypto for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Because that.
2: Oh, like... Wait, wait. so this is probably a guy in government saying that. I was about to say is that I thought it was gonna be like a insider trading type deal.
3: Yeah, no, they're gonna be eventually potentially looking into that as insider trading, because that's pretty much what he did.
2: I mean, yeah, I mean, you like <laughs> it's exactly what it sounded. I'm like, uh, he just told people he was about to pull away a shit ton and take this bitch's stock. And uh, then it happened, right? Correct?
3: I haven't looked into it. I haven't <laughs> looked into the crypto market today. No, I, I got, once the uh, drone incident happened, I was like, that's enough news for me today. Uh, I'll get yeah. into that. I'll get into that <laughs> in a second. But, yeah, so... so-
2: <laughs> we, we got a drone now?
3: <laughs> eventually, like... Or not eventually. I, uh, I, I shouldn't have ate that edible. How many edibles would you not eat if you had the option to go back and not eat them immediately after eating them?
2: Depends on how many edibles you had.
3: Hmm. What about one?
2: Uh, no, I <laughs> would never take that back.
3: <laughs> Even the, like, the the rope thing? You wouldn't have taken that one back immediately? If you, I would have taken that one
2: back immediately. If I knew... <laughs> No, no doubt. I don't even want the story because I mean, it's not even much of a story. I didn't last. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> that should put me out.
3: So essentially, though, the big ripple effects on this one because they were able to contain it to just uh, two, one major bank, one large bank, and a smaller, smaller bank. Um, essentially, they were able to contain that. But the price of crypto is going to probably drastically go down for like a month or two probably like that because people are going to like sell when that happens and um, it really fucks the Fed because the Fed was going to raise interest rates here I believe next week they were going to raise them again so now they're in this weird situation to where like um, they're afraid they have to raise the interest rates to lower the amount of people spending stuff to lower inflation but they're afraid that if they raise interest rates anymore Like, there's a possibility that all these, like, there's so many systems that are in place now that are only companies alive because the interest rates were so low for a while. So if they raise it too much, you might just see, like, other incidents like this happening with other banks, which is a weird thing with, like, how the free market works is because, I mean, they should be able to fail. Because like they made terrible fucking investment options, but if they fail at there's gonna be like thousands of just random people that are not affiliated with it whatsoever, they're gonna get completely fucked. So they're in a weird spot where what they're designed to like, like
2: to think about because that will I mean <laughs> that's just, that's a society collapse here.
1: <laughs> mm.
4: Well, that I mean, that also just brings up the point of we live in this goddamn made-up system that a bunch of fucking smart assholes came up with that benefits a small group of people and hurts. Oh yeah, of people. well, I mean,
3: they only got bailed out. They only got bailed out by the government because, um, like they were so influential on like rich people. Like, if it was like mm-hmm. any non-billionaires getting just getting fucked like that, like they wouldn't have done it. Yeah. But it puts them in a really weird situation where they still have to raise interest rates because, like, for whatever Mm -hmm. reason people are spending more money, if you don't raise interest rates, like, the inflation at some point will, it will be really, really hard to lower it anymore. But if you raise it too much, you might cause, like, a really big recession, which they're going to cause a recession regardless in the next, like, year. Probably at the end of this year. But it's going to be weird.
4: Yeah. Also, I find it funny when like, um, there's a guy at my work that he's one of the guys that, like analyzes stock trends, and like, mm-hmm. he he's like he's just predicts things really well because it's all really just a cycle. And it's funny to see just how everyone will freak out and stuff, and then like in times like this, like when we're about to hit a recession, and it's just like. Yeah, this is part of the cycle. We have to hit this part. It's not good that we get there because a lot of rich assholes make stupid fucking investments. <laughs> but it's supposed to be part of the cycle if we live in the system.
3: Well, the thing that I hate about it is if we're doing that like, free market capitalist society, like you have to allow the banks to fail if they're going to do really fucking stupid investments. Or you have to have such regulations on banking to where like they don't have the possibility... That was one of the things that happened with this was uh, uh, after 2008, they made it to where like certain, once you were large enough of a bank, you couldn't make these type of investments. But pretty much the guy that was the head of the bank, the CEO, lobbied enough to get Trump. I, I don't remember how many years ago it was, but during Trump's presidency, he changed it a little bit to where it was like they were just out of that. Like they you had to be like large, large, you had to be one of like the top five banks, or some shit like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: and they figured that this bank was small enough that it could fail without like a ripple effect of like causing other banks to fail, but apparently not It's just weird it's a, It's a weird um economic system going on right now, and it's going to be really strange once uh there actually is a recession here towards the end of the year.
2: All right. yeah I've, I've also assumed it's gonna happen it just seems that way um my mom has been like a real estate agent her whole life and mm-hmm. uh she was part of obviously the 2008 shit so um she's she's already told me that she's like is expecting it <laughs> she's like she's like i'm gonna keep trying to do you know do good here because like she sees it coming too so i know she's it's been on her mind
3: Why? unless there's some type of giant event that causes, like, a cascade event for other things to happen and some type of severe recession, I don't think it'll be as bad as 2008. And at least, like, anybody keeping up with the market could tell for, like, the last year that this was going to happen. So, I mean, at least there was a heads up this time instead of, like, 2008 where it kind of all happened at, like, one moment and then everybody was fucked financially.
4: Yeah, 2008 was, like, literally the free market at work. <laughs> With how that shit yeah. got fucked up. Because, yeah, <laughs> it was, like, too free. Just giving out I... loans to any motherfucker that had a goddamn ID card.
3: Mm-hmm. Have y'all watched uh The Big Short? Yes. No. Judy, have you... Oh, you should watch the movie. It's really good. It goes into uh, the entire, like, 2008 fiasco. Has, um... Steve Carell in it as well, and it has um, God, what is the guy's name? Plays Batman in mm-hmm. the Dark Knight.
4: Christian oh, Bale.
3: Christian Bell. Yeah, Christian Bale. Yeah, it's a really good movie.
2: <laughs> Michael Keaton was the first one that came to mind.
3: Uh, is that your Batman? Is that your? No, oh, no, Christian Bale's <laughs> my Batman, no doubt. <laughs> it sounds like it's Keaton.
2: <laughs> Possibly. Isn't he gonna uh-huh. Yeah, he's about to be in the uh the new Batman that comes out. So. uh...
3: Oh, they're not back. keeping... Back. They're no, not no, keeping no. Twilight, he is. He is. dude? Oh, I
2: okay. think he just is set to make an appearance.
4: Uh, Isn't that right? The... Oh, wait. Is that for something else? Is that Justice no. League? No. Uh, the Twilight... The... <laughs> the Twilight dude's Batman is a whole different story. It's a whole different universe. Mm, okay. To the oh, okay. uh, Justice League and Flash universe. Unless they have a secret thing coming with that. Oh, so
3: essentially, do you want to get into the drone thing now?
4: Yeah, let's do it.
3: All right, the drone scenario, or not scenario, but the drone thing going on is uh, uh, so a U.S. Predator drone, or I think it was a Reaper drone. It's just a newer version of like the Predator drone was flying in the, uh, Black Sea, Baltic Sea, whichever one is like surrounding, um, like Turkey, Crimea, all those little areas over there. Uh, can you look that up, Squawks, real quick? I'm running. Yes. I'm running a blank on my like geography. I think it's Baltic Sea, but it could be Black Sea. It was
4: the Black Sea.
3: was the Black Sea. Okay, okay. So uh, the U.S. was flying over there when two like jet planes of uh, Russia showed up, and then supposedly got really close to the the drone, like dispensed fuel on it like let loose a whole bunch of fuel to like block its vision which I didn't know was a control thing that you had on a jet but I've never never been in a jet before and then uh, one of them like clipped the wing of the, uh, the drone and it crashed down into the sea so it just has completely escalated like tensions with the US and Russia more than what they've already been and it's been Oh, been yeah. fun little news yeah yeah yeah
2: yeah exciting things going on recently
3: big things going on germany's getting a uh military again as well that one's a good sign
2: Ooh, good things always come of that
1: mm-hmm.
3: i can't think of <laughs> one time in history where germany forming an army wasn't a good thing oh well we actually we've been doing it for some years but we're getting japan a uh, military again as well
2: Oh, so Japan's on our side. We're good with them now.
3: Uh, we're the Axis powers, bro. <laughs> we basically own Germany and Japan, so we're the
2: <laughs> we're the Axis we have powers. Turned, we so. I thought they'd still be mad at us, to be honest.
3: <laughs> uh, well, we basically kept the uh, leadership in place for Japan, and then we redid their entire economy during the korean war and then we owned half of uh germany during the cold war and half of berlin so we pretty much reformed that country as well
2: so yeah
3: we pretty we pretty much bought them and then we said bitch. yeah give reverse uno colonize <laughs>
4: The United States Empire at its strongest. You <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: cannot stop us. We are inevitable.
3: But essentially, the it seems like the new government stance on like China and Russia is like, you motherfuckers gotta help out this time. So, I, I don't know. Seems terrible for world relations because it's just going to escalate everything even more, but it's kind of like a just... Counterstep to them going to war with Ukraine, so it is what it is. So I don't know. I still support uh, China's view on the Ukrainian war that it should be stopped and come to a peaceful negotiation.
2: Yeah, cut it out, guys.
4: Hey, no, we no, 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 no. All <laughs> no. first off, Slava Ukraine, fuck Russia. <laughs> They just, right, so, they just, okay, they're okay, tired okay. of getting their little asses beat.
3: Okay, I want to have a conversation with both of y'all then because I feel like maybe you know more squawks, but I feel like Judy's kind of not informed. What do you think the end uh, negotiations should be for the Ukraine Russian deal whenever that happens, which will eventually happen?
4: Uh, I believe I need to make. I'm just checking on the name of the region so I don't get those mixed up. Yeah, but, Dumbass. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. What's probably going to happen is that Ukraine's going to end up just giving up, uh, is it Crimea? Is They've already
3: given up Crimea. Crimea yeah, the, was yeah, in again, like 2014.
4: That's what I'm saying is I think they aren't going to fight for that back, but for everywhere else they will. I mean, first off. I know that they're not going to give in to Russia's demands.
3: Mm-hmm. Of oh, total so, control of the country, yeah.
4: Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't seem likely. And also the fact that Ukraine was, like, for all intents and purposes, beating their fucking ass Uh, without modern military technology.
2: Yeah, but you forget that they haven't even sent in Khabib yet.
3: What do you mean without modern technology? They had modern technology.
4: Uh, Not nearly as much as they're about to get. They're about to get M1 Abrams tanks.
3: Yeah, I don't think the what? tanks are going to do that much.
4: Uh, I- I'm going to tell you this. It's going to do a lot. Do you know what the Russians are rocking? They're rocking, uh, like, they're, 1980s like, tanks.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we are I think the entire combination of everything being sent is, like at most 200 tanks by the world, and the Abrams were sent, like, two dozen or something like that. In a situation where it's, like, becoming almost trench warfare to where I, I just think, like, the defensive measures against any type of large vehicles or anything like that are better than what the actual vehicles are.
4: I do know this as well, and this is one thing I just found hilarious. And at the end of the day, I just, like... It's a- absolutely insane that Ukraine was able to put up this kind of defense against the world's, I believe, second largest military? Uh,
3: I think I think third. I think they're still behind China, but I could be wrong on that one. Especially since they have like two million of like reserves technically on paper. It's one of those weird ones where it's like their military is not as large as what they're portraying it to be because you're, like, factoring a whole bunch of, like, potential people. That is true. Or just very untrained, like, reservist members for the Russian military.
4: That's true. Yeah, yeah. See, so I do do include a lot of those people, because Russia also has a very archaic uh, system where they can just tell you to get some fucking shit on and we're sending you off. There's not Mm -hmm. much you can really do about it. Um... I just I, I just feel like Ukraine has much more to fight for as well than the Russian soldiers do that are there.
3: Yeah, I just think, uh, Jude, do you have any text on it whatsoever? Or just not informed enough to really. I'm
2: just uh, enjoying the, the conversation
3: going. Conversation? On. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just think at some point, like, they're going to eventually have to. Uh, I think the perfect scenario for them is have enough losses on the russian side drag out long enough to where they don't want to like keep doing the war to where it becomes like in afghanistan and then surrender the essentially the donbass area that was already occupied by like rebels for two years prior to this war three years prior to this war something like that and then have the opportunity to uh join nato uh, nato but they would still have to. That's the crazy thing that nobody really talked about is they would have to pretty much completely reform their entire government system. Because prior to this war, they weren't even like potentially allowed into NATO just because of how corrupt their like government system is. Because they're one of the most corrupt fucking countries in the world prior to the war. Yeah. I
0: could Yeah. But, I mean, that's
4: a good point i would I would also say that it's just it's just gonna be interesting because another thing like all about this world, like this shit nowadays, and like these wars, it's like the reason you don't see big countries going to war typically is because there's so much money, and really, the world world is just ruled by oligarchs. yeah, specifically Russia is literally the oligarchy of oligarchies. And it's just interesting to see the politics around it and how the shadow wars are being fought because i find all that really interesting as well
3: you're not wrong but also like i mean think about the oligarchs that own like uh, all the large like military complex in the u.s and other places in the world it's pretty much the same semi-same structure system to where those are like some of the largest oligarchs
4: Oh, absolutely um, no! I think the U.S. is the number one biggest military yeah. industrial complex. Period. I mean, I think we live live on the on the lie of lies, but
1: yeah, 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 like, yeah, no. it,
4: yeah. Like the biggest lie of all time is modern warfare. <laughs> that is the biggest lie of all time. It's all set up to sell weapons.
3: Well, one thing that I think is crazy is like think about all the uh, supplies that have been sent to Russia, like the billions of dollars. Think of it in this way. So, we're sending supplies that we have already stockpiled. So, we send, say, $20 billion. The military, like, companies that supplied those things are now getting new contracts to make, basically replenish those sources. And that's going to cost, like, way more because that was outdated, like, older stuff. The newer stuff is going to be way fucking more than $20 billion. So, essentially, we've we'll have spent, like, forty or so. I mean... It's probably going to be close to a 2 to 1 ratio on what it cost then to build that shit and what it actually is valued at now.
4: Absolutely. No, you're a million percent right. And also, it's the fact that these companies, like these military companies, they get no bid contracts where they can uh, just Not necessarily start
3: anymore. Out. They still do, but not uh, in the same shady way that they were prior to uh, Cheney getting caught.
4: I mean, I'm just gonna say this. I think it still happens. Yes, I think it's not the same. It's not as out and open for sure. But I Mm -hmm. know a a better way to put it is there. Every single person's wallet is getting greased with some money. You're getting your money no matter what. That's. Uh,
3: essentially the way that it works now is there's still gigantic pretty much no-bid contracts there's a couple of competitors now for like larger things or they get contracts for so many years which essentially makes them no-bid because no other place can really put up the money that like a uh, like a uh, Lock and Martin or whatever can really put up but what they do now as well is they'll put out contracts for really large amounts like a large amount of like equipment they need and then nobody bids on them so then they just compile, like, four or five of those contracts into a giant one that then is pretty much a no-bit contract for whatever company they're going for.
4: Because mm-hmm.
3: they're the only people that could, like, supply fucking three billion rounds of ammunition.
4: Absolutely. No. And I would just love to see the markup on those, con- like, on the, on the, on the missile.
3: Like, I have no idea what I would fucking go for. Have you ever been to uh dot com?
4: I have I have before in the, in the past, yes.
3: <laughs> there's some wild shit on there that you can put in like bids for, to supply the yeah. government with.
4: Some fucking uh, what was that movie uh, War Dogs? Some yeah. War dog shit.
3: Mm-hmm. I was looking oh. into it for a while because I was like, I mean, there there's so many on there. There's essentially the way that works from what i could tell is there's about like a dozen uh large gun stores across the u.s that supply like the the majority of the smaller bids Mm -hmm. and after looking into it more like uh, really the thing that was holding me back from trying to do that one was transportation of like the stuff because you would need i don't even know all the stuff you would need legal wise for transporting arms and ammunition across the entire country and uh they pretty much only do business with people that have like a decade long track record of being in business. So yep. you would have to supply like state and local um uh police departments for like ammunitions or be a gun store.
4: Yeah, absolutely. And like kinda like you're saying, like the main problem with all that and like anyone else getting into it, is just like the logistics. The logistics yeah. of moving that type of amount of material is actually, it's like mind-boggling.
3: And that's guns. That's not even before you get into explosives. Explosives are like an entirely different thing with a whole mm-hmm. huge other list of shit that you would need.
4: Yep, because <laughs> yeah, like you have to make sure you actually, you have to be like licensed to transport it. You have to have all sorts of chemical shit. It's, mm-hmm. I, mean, it's cra- I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. And it's also why some of these companies, how you're talking about, like, it might not be, like, a no-bid contract, but it's just, like, who's going to do it type deal. If it's not a, one of these companies, it's, like, yeah. that's why they can charge out the fucking ass along with the corruption, obviously. Mm-hmm. I mean, because first off, if, like, our government had a system in place that actually did this, I know they have, I'm sure, I know they have this in place, it just does not do what it should do of, like, cost-checking, that type of shit.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: Here's one no. thing I'll tell you. I, I think they do have private... uh Sorry to cut you off. I think they do have, like, every once in a while they'll have, like, an uh, investigator type of people to find out if it was, like, anywhere close to what the market should be for those type of things. But, yeah, there's no real system because it's pretty much an open market for price-checking.
4: Yep, and, like, for example, a great example of this is, like, my fucking insulin I have to buy every month so I don't die. Like, the motherfucker, if I tried to buy that shit at the pharmacy without insurance,
1: mm-hmm.
4: it's just crazy goddamn price. But then somehow my goddamn insurance person talks that shit down to like $60. So, and then even, and then I know, and then this is like our point, like how we, how there's no real way to see the real price of a weapon unless it's like a gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that they make that insulin for less than a dollar. <laughs> so I'm still oh, getting yeah. fucked, but I'm getting fucked way less. <laughs> and that's basically what it'd be It's like, we'd still be getting fucked because these companies have already made their money thousands of times over just, and
3: I would sports- have to talk to, uh, the way that my pharmacist friend explained it to me with like the pharmaceutical stuff. Is fucking insane because a lot of that is the um, insurance company is, like, basically getting a rebate on a lot of that cost as well. So they're profiting even more money. Like, even from that that, whatever $60 you're paying, they're making extra money not on top of that.
4: That makes complete sense. I don't doubt that one fucking bit. (laughs) That makes complete sense to me. And, like, and that's what I was saying, though. It's like, get one of the motherfuckers from the insurance agency to fucking negotiate these prices down for our government. God damn, at least we get some at least we'd save some fucking money. Put it towards better shit.
3: Oh what no, you're asking for a huge Pandora's box right there, because the insurance agencies and the way they have the system in place creates a way to where they can keep the prices so high for everything non insurance wise though.
4: Oh oh I know. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty oh, much well. why
3: everything's so high of non insurance is because they want it set up in this system so that you have to get insurance.
4: I know, uh, bro. It's just so annoying, and especially for someone like me that like has a medicine I have to have to live. I'm like, how the fuck is this a thing? <laughs> when the guy that invented this shit made the like made sure he couldn't even make money on it. Sold <laughs> it yeah.
2: for a dollar, dude.
3: Yeah. Man, that's, that's a terrible fucking businessman. I swear, what an idiot, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> let me think. So that happened. Uh, I thought insulin prices were supposed to be going down, though. I thought there was news coming out of no. a whole bunch of other countries. D-
4: John, listen, bro. The- oh yeah, no, every other country gets that shit on the cheap, dog. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, if I went to Canada right fucking now, I could go buy. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's a 90 day supply for 15 bucks, no insurance.
0: Damn. That's, that's yeah, no,
4: sense. because like they have, I think they have they have a law that talks about like medicine that's absolutely needed for people to live they can't uh-huh. charge over a certain uh, profit amount.
3: Which made sense.
4: Yeah. Which yeah, no, makes complete sense and in fact, uh, I'll just say this and we can talk about this on another episode did <laughs> I get into this because it's something I'm pretty passionate about mm-hmm. drug companies So they'll be like research into a drug that could save people's lives. But if they find out it's not that profitable to make it like there's not a large population of people that have the disease, they'll just stop researching it and then never come out with it.
3: Or if they can't patent it or if the patent would be in some way to where it would be easily fakeable, they won't do it as well.
4: Yep. And first, first off, that's just pure evil. Mm-hmm. That's just what I wanted to say. That's just. Did
3: you did you also know when they do uh, peer reviewed uh, reviews for drugs and stuff on studies that the drug company redacts information before? Like the way it works is they redact whatever information they want and then give it to the uh, third party investigators to then go through that information, and that's what's considered peer reviewed.
4: I had no fucking idea about that. Does that surprise <laughs> yeah. me? Hell fucking no. <laughs>
3: Uh so I think something else happened in the news. I only remember I'm blanking on it now. I don't think it was as big as those two and that was today. So you're called up, Judy.
2: Yes sir, yes sir. Hey as I'm sitting here on Pi Day, I am now informed I, and caught up and uh I forgot yeah, it was I Pi like, Day. I like living in my uh little bubble of you know safeness over here. <laughs> I was
3: gonna go with Piology, I forgot it was fucking Pi Day.
2: Dude, uh, Blaze Pizza was doing a, like, their pizza was $3.14. So I was like, fuck yeah, I'm gonna go head over there. Hmm. Got there. That motherfucker looked like it was Black Friday, dude. The line wrapped around. Filled with bitch. black people. <laughs> 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 no, what was funniest about it, now there was this black family who was in front of me when I was going to open the door to, like, go in and they were debating whether or not to wait or not and i'm like oh, okay that's not a great sign and then uh <laughs> they ended up not de- deciding not to and i was like oh okay you know one less person i gotta stay behind and uh opened door door turned to the right and i was like oh that's all the line is like it was it looked long from just that one angle and then mm-hmm. i realized that it went there and then down the wall and then around and i was like what <laughs> the fuck? um yeah so i did not get uh pizza i ended up oh pizza either, so.
3: damn i understand that ruined sucks. For me. Yeah. <laughs> i
2: usually uh, always get pizza on pie day because someone will always have a deal and i'll just be like yeah fuck it
3: i really appreciate that uh, i drove carlos home after uh watching the scream movie with the group I really appreciated having somebody locked in my car that asked questions about the franchise as a person who has watched a lot of the franchise on Saturday. That was fun. <laughs> he did not know what he was getting himself into asking any questions. So have y'all... You said you've only seen a Scary Movie, right? Yeah. The one making fun of Scream?
4: Scream, yeah. yeah. Okay.
3: Squads, have you watched... Like the series or anything? Um, Any I watched.
4: I watched. Uh, I've seen the first three Scream movies, like just on TV. Like, like I always liked them. I just didn't like. Mm-hmm. I'm not a scary mo- movie guy because I've really vivid nightmares, so I try not to watch scary movies. But I, I did like Scream because kind of how you alluded to, like how Scream itself is kind of a parody. It's just it turns yeah. out to actually be still be an actual slasher movie. Mm -hmm. i really like that part of it so it made it like less anxiety i
3: i believe yeah, yeah it is a weird parody onto itself i think that is the i think the two demographics that the movie goes for is like throughout the series is uh possibly females that like watching horror movies because the main protagonist in every one of them is like a female so they I guess relate to that and that's like a targeted audience that they're going for and then movie people that just like the parody talking about onto itself like the rules and stuff going on with the movie because there's always the nerdy typically guy character throughout the movies that goes into weird details about like slasher movies but this one was good <laughs> this one was really good this was number four out of the what was it number six I think. Can you look up if it was 5 or 6? It was no, 6. This one,
4: yeah, it was 6, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. It was the 4th best one. The 1, 2, and 3 are the, the best ones. In whatever order. Probably 1 or 3 could be considered the best one. Then number 2. And then this one, the one before it, and then number 4. Number 4 really sucked.
4: Oh yeah, but I, it... I, I, I'd heard that about number 4.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: they've gotten to a weird point though in the movie series where like um, so they keep relate- are, like talking about the older movies and stuff and keep bringing up characters or aspects from the older movies but I realized watching this one they can't bring up the TV show because I think the TV show is set in like in a different Scream universe than the fucking <laughs> the movies which is weird
4: Horror movies are crazy. They always have crazy multiverses.
3: Yeah, I don't think they intended to create a multiverse for this one, but they they did.
2: I love scary movies. It actually just surprised me. I actually have not went down, like, any of the rabbit holes of any, like, of these slashers. Like, I haven't watched the, I haven't watched Michael Myers. I haven't watched the Freddy and Jason shit. Like, I haven't watched any of those, but, like, all it, but like almost any other category of horror movies I've seen so many mm-hmm.
3: and I'm the complete opposite I don't like any of the um, like Paranormal Activity or Annabelle or any of those movies
2: yeah I love that shit, that shit is my favorite the, like, mm-hmm.
4: those are so good Have you, uh, did you like Sinister?
3: no I don't like, like any of those categories of movies
4: that's the worst movie i ever made, I hate that movie um, I'm never watching it again
3: Dude,
2: Sinister Two. Sinister 2 kicked
4: that's, ass. That's the scariest fucking movie I've ever seen in my life. It's to me. So
2: good. It's it's so good.
4: Yeah, it. yeah. Because my main thing is jump scares. <laughs> and there's two points in that movie that have like the most insane jump scares you've ever had. <laughs> I know Judy's no I know Judy's thinking of yeah, one I right now.
2: Exactly. I, I, know sure exactly I know for <laughs> sure one. I know for sure one
4: cuz you know, you know shit's about to happen like you know it's about to happen you're watching you're just like and it's so quiet like cuz i saw it in a the- i saw it in a theater and that scene in a theater was like it was basically like they turned the speakers off and then yeah, it's it's the worst
3: <laughs> see i just i I'm not a huge jump scare person it does scare me but i just don't like uh... I don't like the plots of any of them. The plots are always really dumb, with some type of possession stuff or somebody getting haunted by some type of ghost.
2: No, you're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> that's a, such a bad opinion. Fuck you.
3: <laughs> They're so bad. I just, I no. they are scary. I just don't like. I don't like going to a movie to be scared.
2: Agreed. No, man, that's fun. <laughs> it's fun. It's hilarious. It's not fun. To be scared. It's not.
3: I mean, I, I like a scary every once I'll in a while. I'll tell
2: you that I don't watch them by myself. <laughs> <laughs> but I do love to watch them. So like, if it gets into like you know October season where like scary movies are getting popular again, I'll that I get excited for it because I will watch them. And but I again, it will not be alone. But that's interesting what you said, <laughs> Squaws. That you get nightmares. Like I can't even remember the last time I got a nightmare. It's been so long.
3: I uh, used to get uh I'm... Jurassic Park nightmares as a kid. The movie was scary to me.
4: That <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> Cause that first Jurassic Park, it was pretty graphic. Like as a for a kid,
3: as a kid, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like fucking eight or something.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, the... <laughs> that's how damn you velociraptors were terrifying.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I mean, there's only two parts that are scary. is the velociraptors in the kitchen and then the uh, uh, T-Rex eating the guy on the toilet. That's, like, the only scary parts of the movie, really.
0: Facts. Which
3: they're not. They're not scary, scary. But when you're eight, they're fucking terrifying. I kind of hate... I, I love that series. I kind of hate what they've done to it in the last, like, three movies of it.
4: I agree because I feel like it's literally the same movie, just mm-hmm. different setups to get there.
2: I liked I like the Jurassic World. Uh, I didn't see the newest one, um, but the other, they're entertaining. They're cool. Like I like dinosaurs, and so uh, like I don't know. I, it is an enjoyable movie. I look at it like kind of the way I would, would look at like a Marvel movie or Transformers. More like a Transformers movie. It's just like a. Mm-hmm. I know what this movie is. Um, and I come there to see fucking dinosaurs and potentially dinosaurs fighting dinosaurs and shit like that. And they give that to me. So, uh, Mm -hmm. that's why I enjoy them. (laughs) No,
3: I mean, I agree. I think they're just kind of like theatrical movies where you go see them. They have cool special effects and you don't really watch them again. But it's a shame because the first three of them really set up like they had those aspects to them, but they really worked to set up like a weird plot with genetical engineering and stuff. And to have it pay out in the sixth movie with just fucking so the plot of the sixth one, the newest one, is like they used uh, dino DNA to bring back like a fucking locust that was uh, killing crops and stuff like that. So they had stopped the organization from doing it, Uh, and that was that was pretty much fucking it with dinosaurs thrown in throughout the movie.
2: (laughs) Gotcha. Uh, Fuck. That sounds, like, so similar to, like, some other plot line of, like, a different series that something just really randomly got thrown into. Like, the movie used to be about this one thing, and then just completely flipped. Um,
3: I have no down. It wasn't too much of a flip. It was just, like, no, a...
2: It's like, well, kind of, like, a, a, a decent example is, like, Westworld. Like mm-hmm. what made Westworld so good is so much of the shit was in the West and it was just fucking dope. Obviously it had a kick ass plot line, but like it also had the very much appeal of like the Wild West type thing. And then like by the end of it, it's like, what what the fuck are we doing here?
3: Do you know the similarity with that one, um, squogs
4: I don't think I don't believe so.
3: Oh, OK. Uh, Joey, do you know who wrote uh, Westworld? The books? Or the uh, yeah. screenplay or whatever. I think it was books. Um The same dude, the wrote Jurassic Park.
4: That's awesome. I did not do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's.
2: Oh fucking... my god. Hey, look at. Maybe that look. I'm just saying. I'm dead on the head here. <laughs> Why? Well, I, yeah, I
3: mean, your thing that was actually like a thing they would wrote into Westworld, and the Jurassic Park one was like a. Just new age, changing it aspects.
2: Gotcha. Well, yeah. That but you're
3: sense. you're absolutely right.
2: Yeah,
4: that makes sense. Yeah. Um. Uh, I, when y'all were talking about movies that just went in a direction you did not expect, one movie that always stands out to me is like the movie that took the craziest turn. Was uh? Have you ever watched Hancock with Will Smith? Yeah.
3: Not in a long mov-
0: time, but yeah.
4: That movie's like thing with all the alien shit goes crazy. <laughs> to Hmm. me. Because, like, when I first watched that, I was like, hell yeah, this is some superhero movie, and then it just went into this whole other plot line, and I'm like, what? There's
2: some other movie that that happened with, um, the whole movie, like, had nothing to do with aliens whatsoever.
3: Are you talking about the Nicolas Cage movie? The numbers one? The one where it becomes a rapture at the end? Yes, I think that's, I think that might be it. Yeah, so that (laughs) I forgot the name of that one. I think it was called like numbers or some type of shit like that. It's not signs, something number related. Uh, Maybe can you look it up? Is that the one with Nicolas Cage? Maybe
4: this one. This one. It's he. He finds an encoded message that actually lists every major disaster from the past five decades. Yep. And predicts three future calamities, yeah, knowing.
3: Yeah, so essentially in that one, I forgot how he finds the numbers, but there was a whole bunch of numbers wrote down onto a desk that didn't seem to really have correlation, but then he figures out the combination to everything throughout the movie, figures out that there's going to be a whole bunch of like disasters happening, and then is trying to figure out why it ends and what the last disaster is. And it turns out to be the rapture and all the good people are taken up to a new world by like angel aliens while the world's destroyed out of nowhere that comes out of nowhere in oh, the last yeah. like 15 minutes
2: like the 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 way the movie feels out like you at no point would you think yeah this is this is how it's going to end and then it just it just suddenly kind of happens and it's like oh mm-hmm. okay and the movie's over now
1: like, yeah yeah, was
2: yeah. much after that like it, that just kind of happened and the movie ended.
1: Yeah,
3: I remember walking out of the movie theater being like, what the fuck did I just watch for two and a half hours or two hours, whatever? Because it was like, so it was out of nowhere. Like,
2: it was yeah. a good movie, and then, like, that ending just threw the whole fucking vibe off. It was just a weird... Yeah, just, like, confused as fuck kind of feeling.
3: Because the movie should have been... It should have been something else to where it's, like, either he has to sacrifice himself to stop some type of major event towards the end, or like has, you could even go paranormal where he runs into the ghost of the person who had the numbers before him or whatever or some type of weird shit like that. But they just went the weirdest fucking route. Like, they could have done anything else that would have made more sense. Uh,
2: They should, um... I gotta watch this movie again. I'm watching the trailer right now. And, uh, it's good
3: it's a good movie yeah i've never i've never watched uh uh squawks can you pull up uh nicholas cage movies uh I, this one is called like the beekeeper or the it's not it's the only one of like bees in the name
4: yes i know the exact one you're talking about i pulled them up now
3: <laughs> i've never watched that movie but i've heard it's always fucking insane
4: So I think that one's called Wicker Man.
3: Yes, yes, I've heard Wicker Man is like a really fucking yep. crazy one.
4: Yeah, the Wicker Man. It's a. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna double check this. Uh, it's a remake. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think it was a. I thought it was a. It's either, I thought it was a Stephen King novel, but that's not right. But yeah, it is a remake.
3: Mm-hmm. Let me see. Let me read
0: off the motherfucking plot.
3: Okay. Uh, policeman Eric or Edward Mollus gets news from his ex fiancee, blah, blah, blah. Their daughter is missing. He travels to an island off the coast of Washington State where a group of neo pagans live. The island is led by Sister Summer Summersal and elderly woman who represents the goddess they worship. Okay, that's weird to begin with to be the star of the thing. But it seems to get even fucking weirder than there. It seems to be like one of those, he has to fight a cult or some type of shit.
0: Who is it directed by? Nail the Boot. <laughs> Never heard that person. I don't know. It's crazy, but that's like a remake, though.
4: Oh, he, uh, the only other movie I think he would probably recognize of his is Death at a Funeral.
3: I have, uh, not seen that one.
4: Really? But I know that's it, a whole... yeah. Yeah, that's a hilarious movie. It's actually a remake of a British movie, and I didn't know that till last year. Um, because mm-hmm. I was stuck at home during the weekend, and I went to go look up movies, and I tried to see if Death at a Funeral was on Amazon, and then I saw all these fucking white people. Oops. It's a black comedy movie. Turns out that it was originally a British movie. <laughs> but the but when I okay, and here's the funniest part: Peter Dinklage plays a character in the British one. He also uh-huh. plays the same character in the other in the American one.
3: I'm seeing that. I mean, the entire uh, cast for it is pretty good. They oh, got yeah. uh, old Dan Glover, they got Tracy Morgan, uh, Peter Dinklage, Chris Rock, I don't recognize that guy. Luke, Luke Wilson? Nice. I I know it was a big movie, I just never saw it during the time when it came out.
4: Yeah, that, that one threw me for a loop when I watched the British one, because when I say it's the same movie, they had the same hmm. lines.
3: Hmm. Have you ever seen uh uh Plane? I believe it's called Plane, the uh slapstick uh, comedy. Airplane. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Have you I ever have, seen that movie?
4: I have. I've watched 30 uh things 33 Magnum. Uh
3: The Naked yeah, I,
4: Gun. Yeah, the Naked Gun. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, I was thinking of the third one. That's right. Yeah, the Naked Gun franchise I've seen those uh I used to be into like those old com- 80s comedies a few years ago. They're pretty mm-hmm. good. I mean, they hold up better than I thought they would.
3: Yeah, no, I love some of the... Uh, I used to watch them a lot when I was younger. I would watch like uh, uh any of the Naked Gum ones, uh, Beverly Hills Ninja, stuff like that. But like the, that. <laughs> the story with the Airplane one is they... They were worried that they ripped off the plot of the original movie so much that they were using that they bought the rights to the original movie so that they couldn't sue them.
0: But Jewish it's movie. like
3: it's like a complete knockoff. They just threw in like jokes throughout the uh, the movie and stuff. How the first movie was like a serious take on it.
4: Uh, now you mentioned that, um, I forget, I think I need to look up the anime's name. But there was an anime movie. Released a few years before Inception. Mm -hmm. And Inception just basically ripped this movie off. In some (laughs) points, frame by frame.
3: Wow. I'm not surprised, but wow.
4: Yeah, I've seen, like, GIFs of it on the internet, and I went and looked it up and, like, watched part of it. I was like, oh my god. It's called Paprika.
3: Okay, is it supposed to be good?
4: Oh, yeah, yeah. It has, like... 4.7 Four four point seven stars at one hundred eighty seven ratings. Hmm. So. Uh,
2: Good movie. Movies though. Uh, did y'all see that Tantino announced his final movie?
3: Uh no I didn't.
2: I'm excited. Uh, the,
3: does know, he have a name I, for it yet? Or
2: yeah, um, I think it's the movie critic. I think that's what it's called. Hmm. Um. But I will be there. I will be in theaters for that, no matter what. Um, I love Tarantino movies.
4: I'll be right next to
3: you. Oh, <laughs> you can tell me if it was good or not.
2: Damn, I'm hating. <laughs> no, I understand that. <laughs> uh, I've watched uh his last, I think, three three movies, three or four movies in theaters.
3: I I think I've only seen uh uh the fucking Marilyn Manson ones what the uh, California one time yeah 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 that's the only one I think I'm seeing in theaters.
2: Good movie. Yeah, it's alright. I, it. I like his other ones better, but uh, it was definitely a solid movie.
3: I find it weird that if he was only intending to do like a certain number of movies, they did a uh the remake to one the uh. Uh, was the the gunslinger movie like eight something? Oh. Unlucky eight. Oh, eight. Yeah, yeah. I find it weird that if he was only going to do like thirteen, they chose to do a remake of like a really well-known, famous Japanese movie. But,
4: I will. And... S- I will say that's in the top five for me. That movie is banger. I agree. I really enjoyed that movie.
3: I've seen the original, I hadn't seen the, um, the Hateful Eight. Uh,
4: I think what this is just going on ta- um, a little bit of a tangent, I love it because I love that you bring that up, just because how westerns are actually just samurai movies. <laughs>
3: that, uh, well, what year was that? You're not wrong. You're not wrong about that.
4: And I think that's why I, I think now that you've brought that up, that gives me a little bit more appreciation for the Hateful Eight because it's like Transferring that over near perfectly.
3: Oh, it's a formula that's been done multiple fucking times.
1: It is.
3: is. I'm trying to find like the original for that one. think uh, Django is going
2: to be my favorite one on that. I mean, I uh, liked it enough to name my dog after it, so. (laughs) That would be. so good. It's just so funny, and then just the rest of
4: it's just so good. Yeah, I think it's that's is a good movie. Also, it's a great movie to feel good about because it's just so like the villains are so evil, like you hate them.
2: <laughs> Tarantino always is a good way of uh, making like making the villains die in a good way.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. Uh, shout out Ingwer's Bastards, Hitler. <laughs>
2: True, that's but of. That also my
3: least favorite Tarantino movie. Um, really? Wait, 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 wait. What was the least favorite?
2: Inglorious Bastards.
3: Uh, that's my favorite one that he's made.
2: <laughs> uh, GD, why is it your least favorite? I don't know. I'll go back and watch it. Uh, when I watched it, maybe I wasn't at the right age to appreciate it. Um, So I may appreciate it more now. But uh, at the time, I didn't enjoy it that much.
4: Has it been a while since you've seen it?
2: Absolutely, yeah. It's been probably over a decade, I'd imagine. Ooh. That come
3: out.
4: Well, you're probably right. If yes uh,
3: not. Maybe not. I think, like,
4: 2014. 2009. Oh, you're right. I was off. I, yeah, well, I don't blame you, because time is just kind of... Feels weird. Yeah. 14, so, uh... <laughs>
2: Yeah, I, I, just, I wouldn't have had the same, like, mind. I'm not, like, I have similar traits to who that person was, but uh, the things I like now are different. Well, it's not
3: a good comedy either, so that probably would be one of the reasons you wouldn't have liked it as much. There's not as many funny scenes in that movie compared to, I guess it is kind of the same, though. He doesn't really do that much comedy and stuff. It's more of, like,
2: yeah, it's like like action like
3: scene the... jokes. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, it's a more intricate comedy, um, mm-hmm. just kind of based on the characters' personalities.
3: Yeah, as a person that's not a giant Tarantino fan, I will say that he's one of my least favorite people to ever hear on a podcast. Have you listened to like podcasts where they have Tarantino?
2: I uh, listened to Rogan's and Tarantino's one, I think, like last week or the week before.
3: Hmm. I I'm not a fan of Tarantino. I've heard my, I think, Rogan. I think your mom tells him another one and the man is just like he loves his own shit. He loves his own shit so much.
2: Yeah, he, does. he loves the way it smells.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can tell he would be a miserable person to have like a conversation with.
2: Yeah, yeah, but uh you know, fuck it. He's a legend, so uh, Yep. People I would I'd have my own version of that if I was a legend. <laughs>
3: People do love his movies.
4: Yeah, also, if you're that great at something, like, your personality has yeah. to suffer it a little bit. Uh, it would be fair.
3: Yeah, but, I don't know. It's one of the least favorable ways I would want my personality to suffer to be that much of a suck-up ass. I'd rather the drug addiction or something. <laughs> Alright, the Tiger Woods way. Tiger Woods would be fun. Have a nice little sex addi- addiction.
2: Yeah, just be a little slut.
3: Yeah, just a little a little golf slut.
4: <laughs> like, all you gotta do is just not be married. <laughs> and, nothing, to... and no one would ever complain.
3: It's so hard to do as Tiger Woods, man. He needs that persona for the public perception before everything kind of hit the fucking wall. Yeah.
2: Break up the family.
3: You can't break up the family. I don't know. His his mug shots are fucking fine though.
2: Yeah, they are. <laughs> They're good. He
3: looks so depressed.
2: Every single time it's just so good.
3: Have y'all watched uh Everything All At Once, whatever the fuck the movie's called? The one that won like all the uh awards here recently? I have
4: not. Uh I'm probably watching it on Friday.
3: Okay. I've been meaning to watch it. I mean I, it's probably overhyped at this point so I'd be like that really deserve like, however many Oscars or whatever the fuck awards they were but it's supposedly really good
4: yeah they're I doing haven't... like a $5 fan faves thing at AMC oh cool what,
3: uh, the one off of like behind the Buffalo Wild Wings or which one
4: uh, that one I'm pretty sure it's at all AMCs though yeah, oh, okay what time because... what time are you going uh Probably around 3 or 4. I'm going to look at what the times are that day. Um,
3: if if you look it up right now, you could possibly <laughs> get me to go as well.
4: Luckily, <laughs> that's what I'm doing. Oh, oh,
3: oh, we're in for
2: a treat. I be there.
3: <laughs> Do you what?
4: I
2: said I will not be there.
3: I understand. Well, that's a long drive. Plus, you have work, don't you?
2: Yeah, I also got work. That sucks. That makes so sense. close to a full week off of work, man. I'm fucking pumped. Oh, also, I'm moving like this weekend, so I gotta. What
3: well, did you decide? Did you ever make a decision on going to the Pensacola job or going to the uh mobile job?
2: So, uh, my interview got moved to Thursday, but I am more than likely staying at mobile.
3: Okay, congrats! Uh, congrats I... on the race.
2: <laughs> Hopefully, uh, it's, I it's, I literally, I don't have, I have no doubt in my mind that's gonna happen, but. I don't want to jinx myself but uh um yeah thank you uh it'll be nice to have more money um i would have loved to come back um on this side of the bridge but uh, i just hate dude i hate i hate the moving process so bad like like especially (laughs) if your name has to be attached to it and you have to do all the work it's Mm -hmm. a fucking bitch and a half because you gotta go through application fee after application fee. Don't know whether or not you're going to be approved or not, but who cares? You've already spent the 75 on that application fee, blah, blah, blah. The security deposits, all the other shit, getting everybody to go get their credit scores done or whatever the fuck. It's just an annoying process. And I'm like, at this point, it'll just be easier. And, um, I don't know. I'm not like throwing away opportunity. Like, like a thought process of maybe heading back there at some point, but mm-hmm. if they're going to pay me what I think they're going to pay me with, uh, the amount of bills I have now, I'm like, um, yeah, it just makes sense for me to stay here. And then I'll probably, uh, give me a vehicle here soon. Nice.
3: You're going to keep that a uh, Jeep or you're going to get something else. Uh,
2: I'm going to see, I'm going to see how much the total cost is going to be on that. And So, uh, I'm more leaning towards going with that. um, But it'll also, I will, if I make the money I think I'm going to make, would be able to afford a car payment as well. So, that will be on the table. I just kind of got to figure out what I want more.
3: I'm so glad I don't have to make a car payment.
2: I've never had to before. I've never once had to. I've always bought the car outright. Now, Mm -hmm. they've all been, you know, old and shitty. But, (laughs) again, I've never had to buy, it. you know, make a car payment, so that's True. been nice, and that's just expensive, and I know that I'm gonna get fucked over probably, because I'll be a first-time buyer, and,
3: yeah. They have been shitty. They have <laughs> all been pretty shitty. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's been a good time. It's been <laughs> eventful. How many of you have?
3: What my... what all vehicles have you had? You had the uh, Mustang, then the what was after
2: Mustang, that? Uh,
3: 2001?
2: 2001
3: Mustang? 98. 98 Mustang, okay. And that was in 2000.
2: 4.2 cylinder. That bitch would go, son. That was fun. <laughs> I'll say this. That was such a fun first car to have. I don't give a shit if it was a piece of shit or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. It was fun. And that is like being 16, 17, 18, you know, that was a great first car to have. Like I, had, I had plenty of fun in it. I have no hate. I love that car. Um, once that engine blew, I got the moped for a little while. And then I got the green, uh, F-150, the single cab. Uh, okay. That thing was old as well. <laughs> um, it was old as
3: fuck. That thing was like, what, what year was that I thing?
2: I have no idea, but it was old. Okay. Um, uh, then eventually that went out and then I got the blue... This was going to be the newest car I ever had. It was... Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> There's two more cars until the latest one. Okay. Um, fuck, what kind of car was that? It was some little car. <laughs> I don't even know. Um, I, I'm blanking. I have no idea what kind of car that was. Uh, but then I went to a <laughs> 2006 maybe... What kind of car was that? Like a, like a Impala or something like that? Or...
3: Oh, oh, the silver one?
2: No, the white one.
3: The white one? Oh, I, I, thought, I thought it was like one, a uh, Ford Focus SP's type board. of thing.
2: Yeah, I don't think it was an Apollo, but it wasn't a Focus. It wasn't a
3: Ford Focus, but it was some type of model yeah, like that.
2: Something like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, um, thing course, really that thing was really shay. That thing was really shit. It it could only drive in the city. The way the, when I fucked it up was when I took it on the interstate. and It couldn't keep that pace at that long of a length, so... Fucked it up good. Um, and then I got the uh the Beamer, and that was so fun. I loved it whenever before. It was, it was something like whenever I got the tire rotation, it then threw everything off of it. As far as like, it couldn't move as smooth as far as uh like when you got into it, it would squeak and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, super weird. Um, I, and then I, I, forgot to to I forgot it squeaked. Yeah, it made it scrape the sidewalls more. It wasn't always like that. It was about the time I got uh, the new tires in rotation or whatever. I don't know if it was the right size or what, but it fucked. It started just fucking everything up where it got aggravating, which is why I ended up selling it. Um, and then now I am just in limbo, and it fucking sucks. <laughs> but uh, this too shall pass. I'll figure it figured out. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, I I've forgotten a lot of things about the convertible that you had with the BMW, but that thing was like the interior. There were so many parts that were just falling off constantly yeah. in that thing. <laughs>
2: yeah, no doubt. <laughs> um, rest in peace, though. That was that was a fun that summer. Whenever like it didn't really have any problems that summer. Um, that was great. I took that thing to the beach so many times, and it was great to have. Like, I got the appeal. Of being in mm-hmm. Florida with a convertible, yeah. Who cares if it might have been a piece of shit? I had fun with it, and that's really the only thing that matters. <laughs> it was it was a, it was a fun car. Great it was car fun to, to the beach.
3: True, true. I have thought about going back and buying like a uh, like around the '03 era Mustang, just like a really cheap one, and then mm-hmm. fix it up at some point because that that car was fun to drive. The Mustang that I had as well.
2: It was great. It was fun.
3: Yeah especially at the v8s i have v6 but the v8s that like you and marshall had like those things would fucking go for a really cheap sports car they would
2: yeah but that cost me i think like 3200 dollars. um i saved up for it my parents told me whatever i saved up for they would match so i saved up saved up saved up um and eventually you know we already had the other friends who had the mustangs as well so i was like fuck you. i was like i was was looking for a mustang i was like fuck yeah i was like i'll go get a mustang with my friends and um uh and eventually that came up i think poli or marshall was the one who even called and told me about it was like oh this guy i take my mustang to the shop with like it was at his shop um mm-hmm. and he was telling it. i was like oh fuck like because we car shop for months i could not find like something that was essentially in that price range um but also didn't have a piece of junk yeah yeah um and yeah um parents as soon as i had like went and showed it to them they they held up their end of the bargain we bought that son of a bitch and my dad had dude i think (laughs) i think it sold him good because uh when we took it to test drive the guy let's test drive it um and he drove it i didn't even get to fucking drive it he drove it but he got on uh Bruton road and Mm -hmm. he fucking floored that shit and took off i was like hell yes dude he (laughs) liked it a bunch too he was like all right that sounded because he just wanted to make sure it sounded good whenever you know had them high rpms and he's like sounded good man and he's like i was like fuck yes dude because i was already getting pumped up i was like i know i'm about to ride this shit (laughs) But uh, yeah, no that that was a that was a great first car to have. Like, would wouldn't even trade it for anything. I I really enjoyed it.
3: Yeah, I love mine too. I got lucky with mine. Mine was a '03 uh, that cost five grand at the time. Okay. But I spent like months as well just trying to find anything.
2: Mhm. Dude, that's was... bitch. Like looking for like a not piece of shit car, but again something that like it's hard to find a car under like four grand. You know, three four grand. Yeah. Still no. Under five grand. <laughs>
3: I mean, shit, it took me a long time to find um something to buy once my car got stolen and wrecked. Like, it took me, what, a month or so of trying to find something? Almost two months, probably, around that time period. Just because I wasn't, I like, I was living with all y'all so I could borrow somebody's car if I really needed to go somewhere. And I just wasn't going to buy, like, a piece of shit.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, I I understand. Especially when you're spending that much money, it's like, you better fucking like what you're driving.
3: Mm-hmm. and I also hit you're a little bit more uh fortunate because if you try buying a car in like next month two months from now like the price isn't going to be as crazy as it was like I was at like the peak of you were. crazy high prices yeah absolutely but I didn't really have a choice it was that or not have a fucking vehicle so gotta do what you gotta do did you find out times for squawks
0: um Ask that again.
3: Did you find <laughs> times for the movie?
4: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Uh there's one at three fifty five, <laughs> except okay. it's not it's not at the one by Bayou that day. It's at the one by Saints Fun City. Okay. But,
0: yeah. Um, Do you wanna to go to that one?
4: Yeah. We can go to that. Alright. Right. I'm gonna be at three fifty five. Yeah. Um okay. and it's only five bucks, so it should oh, be a good time. Yeah.
2: So. um oh and it's like early in the day so they're probably gonna have uh cheap popcorn too
4: hopefully so um they had that, they had that
2: at uh the theater we went to um uh squags. we literally just like missed it
4: oh damn that sucks mm-hmm. oh also talking about judy's convertible um b&w the car's badass if i would have had the money i would have bought it from me to fix up
2: I love the rims, dude. The rims is what sold me on it like the most for sure. Because I'm like, there's just some fucking 20s sitting on that bitch. I ain't never like had nothing like that. I was like, convertible sitting on big old rims. I've tried, I literally bought a system for it, but the, whoever did the wiring to it before me fucked everything up.
3: Probably some teenage then, kid.
2: Yeah, so, uh, it then just sat Like I had an amp and big speaker back there (laughs) that never could get used. Very trash. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh
3: so I did want to ask this though, Squag. So are you at all worried being a person in the tech industry of like any type of job security throughout the year?
4: No, just because there's no, because there's so many open jobs, it's just not that worrisome. So, mm-hmm. like with me, the main problem is just because when you have zero experience, it's really hard to start. But as soon as you get, like, some experience under your belt, and they see that on your resume, it's basically easy as fuck to get hired.
3: Yeah, that, that makes sense. I mean, that's how it is a lot of places for, like, uh, any type of really desirable jobs,
1: mm-hmm.
4: as
3: it's just hard to get your, like your foot in the door.
4: Yeah, and then I'm—I mean, also to to everyone out there that thinks like software engineers are geniuses, they're not as much as geniuses as you think. It's just we work magic. We're wizards. Special.
2: Is okay.
3: So, did anybody else have any topics they kind of want to talk about today or anything?
2: Um, I would like to say that uh, I was on the Discord with Jay earlier and. Uh, I told him to give me a topic that he wanted, he wanted, uh, this is be to terrible. About. Uh-huh. and, uh, I'll, and it was going to be a new segment that I introduced called Jay's topic of the week. And, okay. uh, he's like, um, he's like, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. He's like, but he's like, uh, give me within 30 minutes. I got you. And I was like, all right, yeah, easy. This was at like five o'clock and, um, yeah, no, it was, I, was, I told him he had till seven and he never, he never messaged me never, uh. Like oh, wow. I mean. Okay. And
3: um, I was I was expecting this to be like uh how how are you on kratom or something topic of the week. That seems like something <laughs> Jay would give out.
2: Um I hope he gives Yeah, that's he That'd have been a great thing to talk about. We need to have a uh, swaggy on uh on a pod and then a kratom expert on the pod. And um uh, <laughs> well, I guess that's kind of redundant. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to see how much you could take before it's like really bad for you, mm-hmm. and uh, see if Swaggy's gotten close to that.
3: <laughs> uh, this is probably stuff we should talk about off the pod, but why not talk about it right now on the pod? So, I the naming of the episodes. Were you fine with that, Squags? I didn't really know what to do to put you into like put three names, or just put you as like. I had you added a, like, put as the producer in the description at the top.
4: I actually really like that touch. I thought that was a really nice touch myself. Okay. So, uh, yeah, no, I'm very happy with that. Uh, but
3: I, I didn't want you to feel like you were getting, like, fucked over not being in the title.
4: Oh, oh no. No, no, no. You, okay. No, it, it's you and Judy's show. I'm the producer. And I'm cool. Mm-hmm. And I'm cool with that. And also, I actually kind of love it. Just because it kind of is dope. Because even though y'all are in the title, whenever I saw it, like, today at work, I noticed that the way it shows up on Spotify, that's, like, the first thing I noticed was where it said edit- edited by squags. I was like, hell okay, yeah. Okay,
3: that's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I was, like, worried. I, I didn't realize you had two different Snapchat accounts, so one, I messaged to the wrong <laughs> one, like, days before. But I was mm-hmm. like, I can't figure out how to get into this fucking, like, uh... uh portal thing whatever the fuck it was like the google drive to see all the other stuff all it was showing up was one episode and i was like oh man he's gonna think i'm stupid as shit on this but i'm (laughs) glad it was a thing of you saying the wrong link or saying only the episode link
4: mm -hmm. yeah that's what it ended up being uh yes somehow i only sent you the episode which i didn't even know it's a possibility so yeah that was my Mm -hmm. fuck up but yeah uh
3: no, it, it all figured itself out. So I'm going to try to get the podcast to upload at midnight on Sunday, so that way that they're up on Monday the entire day. But it was one of those where I was already like so tired on Sunday after messaging, I was like, fuck it. We'll we'll figure this out sometime tomorrow.
4: Hell yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. A little segment that might be fun for us to do on here as well. I mean, also just kind of speaking on the pod. People that listen can comment. Uh, if we had, like, recommendations of, like, media for the listeners.
3: Recommendations of media, like movies or...
4: Movies, like... songs, books. Okay. Basically anything that they can consume that we think is pretty dope that we, like, listen to or heard.
3: Yeah, well, there is now a uh, comment section on the bottom of episodes if you actually click onto the episode, so you want to leave any suggestions there and i've also put up polls for multiple now there was the one two episodes ago and then last episode had an actual poll about like topics and stuff like that so if you're listening and you want to give suggestions just go with that it's really appreciated because we'll make this podcast better for the people listening you just gotta you gotta say something chinese people
2: Yo, uh, John, um, you want to split a, uh, browser's account with me?
3: Uh, no. How much are those?
2: It's like a hundred bucks for a year.
0: Uh, so it's like eight, nine, nine or something per month. I
2: use it like 300 and like 30 days out of the Mm -hmm. year.
0: That sounds a normal amount.
2: Yeah. So it's like, to me, it makes sense to do the investment. Yeah. I just don't want to do. You,
3: you got a job, dog.
2: Yeah, I just <laughs> want to do the full hundred. And then, like, if I have it, like, I don't want to keep it all to myself. That's so fucking selfish. That
3: is very selfish. You can't share that with any of your family or other close friends.
2: Yeah, I'll reach out to some people and uh, see we will take it. <laughs> I think, uh, I think the Mexican might do it, and you could say either one of them.
1: Hmm.
3: <laughs> I now what is the? I wonder where the password sharing stuff is on that if you could just share that with like six people and have like everybody pitching into that shit
2: oh yeah no you can you can use it yeah, yeah it's 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 easy i've okay. I've, I've used it before um uh, <laughs> uh, someone <laughs> I, I knew had it for a little while and i would use theirs okay okay, okay. it's nice because it's a nice mix man like i've, I've watched so much of like just the other shit is like I'm like kind of running out of things. Um and you know, I just need a new selection.
3: No, I get it. I get it, I get it. <laughs> it makes but, uh, it seems like a great financial investment from my end. You got me sold over here.
2: Alright, I'll uh I'll see what I can do and um you know if I make any progress I'll make sure to to help y'all out <laughs> <laughs> And I just, prefer- that, uh, oh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead.
3: Oh, no, no, I wasn't really going to add anything to it. you about finished with it already?
2: Yeah, what are we at? Uh, We're I about got, two I hours in. Like two hours? Yeah, that sounds
3: good. Okay. All right, squads, I will see you Friday. Yes, sir. And then, uh, are you good to have this one edited and everything to where we can upload it on like Thursday?
4: Yeah, I should be able to. Or uh, Friday, whatever day. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, uh, I actually I edited this last episode in forty five minutes.
3: Yeah, it's, it's very simple once you understand all the stuff you're kind of doing on there. My problem is uh, hardware interference; where it just doesn't. It takes forever for me to actually get all the stuff loaded into uh, Audacity.
2: That's not bad hey. at all, Squags I thought because uh, the first I know the first one that you did it seemed like you t- it took you a long time, so that's not bad.
4: Yeah, learn, learn, I learned the workflow, and once I learned that, I got all the uh, bleeps we need in, along Dude, with other even, audio um, effects.
2: We didn't even take a piss <laughs> break on this one. We did so good. So you don't even have to like piece two different parts together. <laughs> <laughs>
4: You're right.
3: But all right, people, uh, as always, shout-out to the Patreon supporters, shout-out Judy, and shout-out Jay. We'll uh, catch in. Uh,
2: shout-out Jay. Shout out, Jay. We'll catch you
1: next time. peace peace peace, peace. Liang le bai yi hou suoyi ji jin